And welcome back to the Part-Time Otaku Podcast. My name is Dave. My name is Grant. And this week we're going to talk about Attack on Titan, Season 4, Episode 8. Um, if you're new here, we break down the show every week, discuss some of our favorite moments, fan theories, things you may have missed, etc. We're anime watchers only, so we've never touched the manga. Um, so yeah, we're going to start off uh, by summarizing the episode, but before I do that, I want to give a, a big shout out to at Kumbra on Twitter for the thumbnail. Um, really killer. That's at yeah. Kumbra, C-O-O-M-B-R-A underscore. It's the uh, really killer Armin uh, thumbnail that you're looking at right now. One of our favorites so far. Yeah, by far, yeah. It, it, it's all been great, but uh, no, this I something about this one. The art style, I think, is what's killing it. Um, I, yeah, I agree. And the look, I think the expression on Armin's face is just so blah or yeah. exasperated, maybe. I don't know. I like Very it. fitting of the moment. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. Okay, so from here, we're going to start by summarizing the show, then we'll get into the details, so we'll jump right in. This is Season 4, Episode 8. With his remaining strength, Eren beats back a wary Reiner before retreating with Mikasa to the scout airship. Gabby pursues the scouts while Falco tries to stop her. Gabby kills former Commander Lobov and figures out how to use his gear to reel herself up to the airship with Falco clinging onto her. Gabby boards the airship and shoots Sasha, before her and Falco are beaten apprehended by the scouts. As Jean contemplates what to do with these new captives, Gabby screams about carrying on Zeke's will. With this, Jean brings Gabby and Falco into the next room, where Zeke is recovering from the battle. It's revealed Zeke was working with the scouts, though tension remains high between him and Levi. The scouts are furious with Aaron for forcing their hand, and when Sasha dies from her wounds, Jean blames Aaron for her death. Oh, shit. Wow. Let's, <laughs> like, oh man, Dave. Like, There's a lot to unpack. So much to unpack, but just with that closing line. No, you know what? Let's 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 take a beat by beat there. Start from um, the top. Start from the top. Okay. Aaron, <laughs> interesting note. Just some something I noticed. Aaron for the past few episodes has mm-hmm. had like this. You know, you and I have been talking. He's had this very like not blah attitude, but. He's been very consistent mm-hmm. in, like, you know, his me- personal messaging. Mm-hmm. I think this is the last time in the episode we see that from him. What do you, you mean know, by that? Well, because, you know, when we get up to the airship or the blimp, you know, there's there's a couple more moments where, like, he's... I don't know if he's being purposely quiet because he feels like he's in trouble or he's being judged. He's trying not to rock the boat a little bit. Mm. But it kind of feels like his act all comes to an end, you know? Because you know of I mean? Sasha's death, like because he finally shows some emotion there at the end. Yeah, and it was just like, you know, it's it's all good. It was just it seemed, I don't know. It just I don't see Aaron in a good light right now. Like by his reaction, like I know, like you know, he laughs and all that, and like it's you know the you know the running jokes of Sasha and the food and all that, and it was like mm-hmm. a very a very good throwback to that. Um, honestly, when. It was on the blimp. Again, I'm jumping here, but when they're on the the airship, and you know, they said, "All right, when are we eating?" You know, I knew she was going to catch one in that moment. Yeah, her her making that joke was like, ah, yes. Yeah, it's um, yeah, no, but I don't know, Aaron. He he was kind of all over the place in this episode. Like, you know, he had you can see as like the action was ending, it was like tense on on the airship with like Levi and all them, and like. There's again, that's a lot to unpack there, but like, you can tell like he's like 
he kind of feels safe again and like he's kind of relaxing into himself a little bit more but like kind of cold yeah very cold you know i I don't think it's much of an act i think he's still a, a very cold person compared to where he was i think he's just kind of maybe i think with the truth and the time skip that we have the fact that he's had to sit with this for four years i think it has just sort of simmered him down to maybe too far of an extent like he's maybe Mm. too heartless at this point i mean especially considering coming off the two episodes we just saw like the stuff that he's capable of without really much regret but i feel like killing someone that he more or less grew up alongside uh Mm. was one of those things that you know is is still able to draw out emotion from him Mm. which i guess is good i mean it's good to know he can still feel but at, you know, not probably at the cost that we that we paid. Yeah. Well, that was the thing too. Like you put, you know, it's and that's that's the thing too. Like Zeke and Aaron seem to be, you know, preaching the same choir right now. Yeah. You know, or, or preaching the same message. You know, um, you know, like Zeke makes, you know, like it's for, all gonna work for, out. It's no. all gonna work out for the better of Eldia and like, you know, the two of them. They're sitting, you know, they're sitting there and they're both kind of like looking at each other as they're both making their points and all that. And you know, like it's. Okay, but th- this is all the climax of the of the yeah episode. yeah we're, so we're jumping way ahead. <laughs> it's on the top of my head. Yeah, so let's start with the beginning. Aaron and Reiner, you know, for a second there, I was expecting like a full on fist fight. Yeah, not so much. Reiner, I don't know if if you noticed, but you know, even it was, as it was shown in the last episode and the, at the beginning of this one, he barely has any armor as the armor titan. Like mm. you know how when he was properly transformed before. It covered literally everything. Yeah. Now it was missing from like his arms and his legs and big sections of his midsection and also looked like his actual face. His face, yeah. obviously. So that's why Aaron's able to like, kind of punch his jaw off. But it mm-hmm. doesn't seem to matter because Reiner doesn't seem to have been going for the the kill there. He was clearly going for Galliard, which you called. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that's they've been setting that up for yeah for since they introduced Galliard. <laughs> So he saves Galliard's ass, which uh, which you saw coming, which is nice. So what did you think of the whole? I can't exactly kill Reiner right now. I think you know we're we're out of strength. Time to leave. What what did you think of that? Because it felt kind of weird to me. Yeah, after after rewatching it a couple times, I I had thought it was weird, but Aaron has you know shifted three times now. Yep. At this point. And also, too, like, yeah, Reiner, like, kind of had his jaw blown out, but, like, he he took Galliard from him. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if Aaron could have put up a little more resistance, he would have in holding Galliard. Yeah. And I, I think, like, the ball was taken from him. Sure. And he was like, well, I can't chase that, you know? So yeah. I, I, I kind of just chalked it up to that. But, it, it, like, it, you know, it's like you said, like, you know, he's been shifting how many times now, you know? <laughs> yeah, he and, shifted three times in this one in this one conflict. And in I'm a also, relatively short amount of time. I was also thinking too, like you know, what are the effects of of you know eating a titan like that? You know, like because he had just got the warhammer titan. Like who knows, like the process of like taking that in. Like if it kind of it's like a shock to the body. But yeah. like Aaron was like we're out of strength. Like it was like it was a definitive you know line. Yeah. It seemed like and my. My first interpretation, I was like, well, this is lazy, and they just want to, they clearly just want to extend the line, mm. but then I, I thought about it, and I was like, well, he, like you just said, he did just eat a titan, he's shifted three times, and probably most importantly, the scouts are literally in the middle of trying to get their, their asses out of there. Well, 
that could be also but, a bit too. The strength he's talking about is the scouts, like they are now leaving. Yeah, you know, my he doesn't have leaving. that back of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he wants to get out. Um, so you know, whatever we we give him a pass on that. Uh, prediction comes true. Galliard stays alive by the skin of his teeth. Reiner, I don't know where Reiner goes from here. Um, yeah, but I, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to make any predictions, but like it doesn't look great, and. I also want to say I don't want to like get into nitpicks too early, but it, mm. it how long can Reiner be hopeless and on the edge of death? Like I don't want them to play this out too bad. Mm. They've done well, a really great job of making us sympathize with him. I got a little prediction here for you. Hit me. Uh, Falco has flown the coop. Yep. Falco is the only one who would be able to speak against Reiner. I think in this instance, um, mm-hmm. as far as they know, Reiner was led away as well. True. And, you know, like he, you know, a trap could have been sprung on him, similar to Piak and Galliard. So I think him saving Galliard is a little bit of security. Mm-hmm. Falco, who I don't think, it's hard to say, you know, how that would have played out if he had, you know, not gone where he went. Yeah. Um, so, but I think that is also now going to be the driver for Reiner to be like back in the game. He's got to get Falco and, and Gabby, yeah. who's his family. So. Okay. So it's like he, I don't know if I, I, I can totally see that happen. Yeah. Happening. I just don't mm-hmm. know if I love the seesaw. Like I'm committed, I'm confused. Now I'm doubly committed. Now I'm on the verge of suicide, but I'm recommitted again. I mean, I guess that is like, to be fair, kind yeah. of the picture that they're painting of how torn and he is and how fucked up he is. Well, I think, you know, like, I don't think it's going to be for country anymore. It's going to be for like, mm. For family, kids, yeah. it's gonna be for the kids, and you know, like I think he's gonna have, he's definitely gonna have some guilt when it comes to Falco. You know, yeah. the he's just gonna associate, or he might not even know. Like he might have thought that you know Aaron killed him, or he hadn't saved him in one way. But like, well, you know, they they did they have shown now that you mention it, they have shown on in a couple of different instances that Reiner's kind of sticking around specifically for the kids. Like if you remember, yeah. right before he's about to blow his brains out, the yeah. reason he stops. It's because he he talks about the uh, about the kids or he thinks yeah. about the kids because well here's Falco at the window. yeah yeah and then you know he pre- he protects Falco from the explosion or from Aaron's transformation at great personal risk he wakes up when Falco and uh, and Gabby are screaming their heads off so yeah, okay I think maybe that holds some water maybe there's a good there's a good chance you know they become his only reason to continue and push forward maybe he d- uh, does end up leading the charge. And also, too, like, you know, like, we got Aaron saying, you know, you know, until next time, Reiner. Like, that's, he put that out into the ether. So that means they're going to get, because they never got their final round. You know, we had it for, like, a quick second. Aaron blew his jaw off. You know, Galliard was taken back. It was kind of like an even keel, 10 seconds. Uh, you know, I I think with the Warhammer Titan, Aaron is going to go toe-to-toe with Reiner again. For sure. For That's, round I'm, like round four, because they've no, had I a think, lot of fights at this point. No, they have, but I think this is going to be like for you know for all keeps, the marbles. This is going to be well. It's you know it's the final season there, so yeah. like I, you know, I, I think, I think clearly because you know they, they kind of ended off at the end of the episode. Like I think we're coming, we're finishing up this arc. You know, we're moving on to like the next part. Like we're going to get, you know, as we've been you know asking you know more lore. We're going to get a little bit of exposition on what has happened over time. Mm-hmm. So. I think there's gonna. I think we're now going to get the opposite. There's going to be a lot of time without the Marley crew yeah. and what they're talking about and thinking. And then when we see them next, it's probably just going to be like 
action like how you know the the parody crew kind of showed yeah. it was just go time so i'm i'm ready for that i'm ready to see warhammer attack you know founding titan hybrid versus uh reiner and i think reiner is going to go for gold if when if it has to do with the kids he's 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 going to go all out for sure yeah so the next scene that i had you know that is really noteworthy to me it's quick but it's um mikasa and aaron arriving on uh biggest moment the episode for me Really, the look yep. between Armin and Aaron. Did you catch the that? Look, the look between Armin and Aaron, and then the immediate follow-up of Armin holding back Mikasa, like preventing yeah. the Levi encounter, and that the, was yeah. the look was a whole moment for me. I was like, Jesus! Like Armin, you know, isn't really one to have these kind of forlorn, exasperated, like, oh God, what have you done? Type looks because I mean. Aaron's never pulled that out of him, but yeah. who knows how long it's been since they've seen each other. I also have to, like, tip of the cap. Like, that kind of tension between two characters, mm. just based on a look, is hard to do, you know, even in live action. Yeah. But, like, to pull that off in an anime, I think was really great. Because, you know, it kind of, there's this long pause, right, before yeah. Armin gives him, Aaron's, uh, gives him his hand to pull him up. Yeah. And you can just tell that something has definitely changed between the That's... two of them. You know, like, they were brothers, you know? Like, they were best friends. They've, you know, they've, you know, like, I hate the expression, but these guys have been ride or die from the very get-go. Mikasa as well. (laughs) And Aaron put his best friend in a situation where he had to mass murder probably, what was it, 30,000 people? Yeah, that was the estimate. Armin, the one guy that, you know, has been physically ill on, on on taking life... Had to be the guy to pull the trigger to kill thirty thousand people to save in, his friend to get because that was their escape and in a civilian area too. It yeah. wasn't just you know reinforcements. It wasn't like yeah he blew up the port and all the reinforcements, but like it was a internment zone. There were yeah. people. There were you know people of, of his kin that were there yeah. too. It was brutal. It was absolutely brutal. Like it was, you know, we had the the passing moment of you know when when it had happened and Armin. You know, he took that moment, you know, he, you know, he kind of more or less like talks to Bertolt and, you know, out, out in the universe kind of, so, you know, this is the view that you saw and, you know, had to move past it because like the mission was not done, you know? Mm-hmm. And he, in that moment in helping Aaron get back on the ship was like, had to stare him down. And like, he had to think about what he had just done, you know? And, and then when they get on, on the ship, you know, Levi like swoops right in, doesn't give Aaron a moment. Yeah. You know, to like they gotta get, hit. they want to tie him up, and uh, Armin's like, no, like Mikasa, like you don't get to defend him right now. Like he's yeah. gotta, they, yeah, we that got shit coming. Yeah, and that hurts. I'm sure that hurt Aaron. <laughs> but yeah, literally, he and, did what he did. But maybe not emotionally. You know, Levi had some really interesting dialogue here. Yeah. I thought, you know, he talked. You know, there are a couple funny zingers like, oh, this feels familiar. You have such a kickable face. Yeah, you know, like the get nostalgic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they give a lot of the funny lines to, to Levi sometimes. But also, he says, you know, I, I never thought I'd see this look on your face. You remind me of all the rotten people that lived in the underground. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't know, there are these, again, the dialogue is a big standout this season for me. Mm. There are these little nuggets kind of littered in, in between them, you know, where Aaron basically says... You know, I think Levi basically says, you know, we're, we'll talk later. But Aaron, res- Aaron's response is like, well, I think it's pretty clear everything was in the letters. 
and he's yep. kind of petulant about it, like kind of yeah. <laughs> like a defiant fucking kid. Yeah. And that's what leads Levi to say, like, I didn't think I'd see this kind of look on your face. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it, their relationship has changed. If you think about Aaron's relationship with Levi in seasons one through three, you know, he really relied on him. He was afraid of him, intimidated yeah. by him, inspired by him. Levi saves his life on a number of occasions. Mm. Um, and here he is just sort of looking at, looking up at him defiantly, knowing full well that he's forced his hand. He's probably caused people to die. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, big, uh, big di- you know, change in the dynamic between Aaron and basically everyone on the show. Oh, every, yeah, everyone. And, you know, it's interesting, the, like, that line that Levi made about, you know, the, like, the rotten, you know, that look on your face. I, I, I got the feeling, again, maybe it's just the way, like, Levi's very deadpan. You know, so it's it's kind of hard to gauge, like, when he says something, like, you know, he's putting a lot of emotion into it. Yeah. I just, when he said that, I was like, that is probably, like, the most lowest form of disrespect that, like, Levi could possibly have told him. Yeah. You know? Like, because that is the world that he is from. And yep. he just, it was, like, disappointment. It was, like, genuine disappointment in him. Big time. He's like, he's like, I can't. And, you know, it was another excellent line read. Like, following Armin's, like, just look between the two of them, mm-hmm. staring each other down, right into that of, like, Levi, like, like, like you know, it's, he's probably just stand up as, like, a fatherly role to a lot of these people, you know, since Erwin passed, you know, got murdered by uh, the Beast Titan. So, like, he's, you know, it's probably him and Hanj that are running the show. Like, 100%. You look, to the, you look to your leaders, and I'm sure a lot of people look to Aaron, and he kind of threw that all away. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's very also, strange. I think it's also interesting to see how Aaron's actions have seemingly divided. I don't mean, like, there's two camps in the scouts, but I think that the morale is definitely split. If you consider how Hanj... Hanji and Levi and Mikasa and Armin are reacting. And then you look at people like Flock, who is totally on the side of dehumanizing the enemy, carnage, wow. revenge. Wow, Kool-Aid, man. He really, he really sucked that back. Yeah, but it it makes sense, right? Yeah. Like, it's, that's the, I think, the part that the show is doing really, really well. Um, and I know that it's the whole the theme is played out, potentially, or that the analysis of this theme is, is getting tired for some people. But... It's just I history it, repeating itself. It it absolutely is. Yeah. It is cyclical. There are no winners in war because it's it's a perfect example, right? You know, mm-hmm. like Falco tried to explain it to Gabby later on. You know what Another they're big doing. Moment. Holy cow! Yeah. yeah, and I don't want to skip too far ahead, but you know he's aware that what they're doing is revenge, but it doesn't really matter. You know, context matters. His, his, history matters. You have to have understanding for these types of things. That doesn't stop Gabby from trying to take revenge. No. Um, and yeah, Flock is a is a great example. Think about you know, yes, he comes across potentially single, you know, uh, one dimensional, mm-hmm. in, in this episode and, and in some others. But think about what we know about his character. All he know all we know is that he was forced to join the scouts. He was not stoked. Mm-hmm. It shattered his worldview of what the scouts was meant to be because he sees everybody around him dying screaming. Mm-hmm. Um, and the leader of the scouts, you know, dies on a suicide charge so that they can get one potentially meaningless victory against these people that have single-handedly ruined his lives, yeah. his life. So now here he is with a chance for some payback. Do you think he's going to pull any punches? <laughs> no. And you know what? This is, this is the Gabby thing. Like there's, you know, it's, we had talked about this last week. Like I don't disagree 
with the emotions and in, in the opinions that are being stated by the characters or shown by the characters. But it's like you see it and it's just not that Gabby is like a rotten apple on like the Marley side. You know, like she's I think she's young and like they're indoctrinated into this school of thought. But like Flock something about Flock just seems a little like bloodthirsty. You know, it's kinda seems like the Marleyan military side of things. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. I feel so, like Yeah, go ahead. No, it's it's just you know, it's it's kinda <sighs> It's like six to one, half a dozen of the other this mm. season. You know, like it's everything is same but different, same but different in all facets across the show. Like it's the lines are so blurred that it's it's hard. It's really hard to see like where everyone lands on. And like it's yeah, no, it's just uh, man that the tension on that airship is some of the most like the tense the show has ever been. Yeah, like man. from the moment from the moment Armin and. Armin and Aaron lock eyes, it is beyond tense, like right to the end. Like, you know, it's, I was at the edge of my seat the whole episode. Yeah, this is a good one because it, it really focused, you know, the pacing in this show so far, especially the season, has been pretty great. You know, character mm. introduction, exposition, character, 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 and then, you know, action, plot development, plot development, back to character, relationships, story. Like, it, it, so far, I'm really, really loving how the pace is going. Um, from here, we pretty much go back to Gabby chasing down the ship, I think. Yeah. And Falco ch- chasing her. There's, you know, they have this moment, which we can expand on, um, where Gabby kind of recaps for the audience, like, what it's been like to, to grow up as an Eldian. Mm. But one thing that we haven't heard from her yet is her reasoning of why she wants to become a warrior, right? It, it seems... This is a bit of a theme here, right? Like, Aaron, Reiner, Gabby, Falco, most recently Gabby. All these people, um, we learn about their drive. Mm. And Gabby's drive was, you know, she wanted to elevate the Eldian race to the point that their armbands would be kind of a symbol of of hope or power or not necessarily enslavement and, you know, filthy blood, etc., etc. Um... So, you know, it sort of worked for me. I mean, I, I felt like it was a good uh, good time to reinforce what the hell, where she comes from. Mm. And we've just seen what she's been through. So it's definitely not a leap for us to see where the, uh, that, that, she's, that she's revenge hungry at this point. I didn't totally buy it because, like, yes, like, you know, like, I'm sure, like, that is, like, you know, her dream and all that. But, like, I do find some of her behavior over the season kind of betrays you know, that statement, like that big emotional statement she has with Falco, you know, like at every opportunity, she kind of has shown how selfish she is and, yeah. you know, not that much of a team player. And, you know, like a lot of big talk about like uplifting the LDN name, but it seems like she's trying to uplift her own name. I don't disagree. I think, you know, like, I think one of the problems that her character has is that she's a, she's a kid yeah. and there's a lot of benefits to, uh, giving this kind of role to, to a younger character. Um, but it, sometimes when you try and like mesh them full of complexity and ideals, mm. it doesn't really work because no, she's yeah. still very much a kid. Um, I, think it's, I think it's tricky, but, but I don't disagree. I'm definitely not nearly as invested in her, ironically, as I am in like Falco's journey. Absolutely, um, yeah. Because he clearly, um, you know, just perhaps just through like 
exposure, has a bigger worldview, you know, probably because he's, you know, got to spend all that time with Aaron, and he got to spend all that time with Reiner, and he witnessed that confrontation. Um, that was a huge turning point for him. And, like, they showed that, too, you know, because that's, that's the big part of that scene is, you know, like, she kind of... Because there's, there's a couple things I did want to unpack that even after watching it a few times, I'm not sure if I fully understood. Um, do you know the line she makes of when, you know, Falco tries, kind of tries to justify, like, what had just happened, you know? And he's like, yeah, like, the Warriors went over, a lot of people died, you know, like, we're the same. Like, he kind of mimics, what, like, what Aaron says. Yes. And then she asks him... Did you see it? Did you see it? Is she asking him about, did you see what happened at the theater? Or did you see what happened on parody? I think, the way I interpret it, and I I think I'm right here, so so bear with me. I think she's saying, did you see it? Like, did you see what happened on parody? Did you witness our people do bad things? Mm. I, I think it's kind of a childlike attempt to be like, are you sure? Do you really yeah. believe them? That's what I took it as. That's how I interpret it as. Because... You know, to be fair, she's in the middle of having this emotional meltdown. Yeah. And he provides her with a pretty rational argument. And Radical. Uh, rational, but radical in her ears. You know, like exactly. that's... Exactly. It's blasphemous. I, I don't think she's going to... It's it's a, just a tough... It's a steep hill for her to climb to be like, oh, okay, I have, you know, a lifetime of education behind this. And literally what I've just seen confirms everything they've been telling me. Mm. Oh, but you heard a story in a basement... So yeah, okay. I guess I'll just simmer right down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I, it, you know, I, it makes total sense to me that she doesn't go. Oh, okay, Falco. Good point. No, Let's go and, home. and I knew, I knew there wasn't going to be like that. You know, kind of you know, flash in the pan moment where she's like, you know, oh, you're right, <laughs> for sure not. But if anything, like, but I appreciate that Falco tried, and yeah, that he was, had the wherewithal to, yeah. to to process that as a kid. Aaron definitely got... I, I think we're going to get some more Aaron and Falco scenes. For sure. Some one-on-ones, so. potentially. I hope they're, so, yeah. They're, they're probably all going to throw them in a jail. That would be my guess. <laughs> they're all in, like, uh, cages next to each other. And they can kind of just talk. Ooh. I'm sure Gabby's going to be screaming at Aaron. That's a good uh, That's a good prediction. I would, that would Aaron be cool. Probably has, uh, you know, Aaron probably has some penance to to go through they're not gonna let him they are not gonna let him see the light of day for a long time (laughs) like he's uh he's on ice for a while that's a good point yeah Yeah. and by now they probably have you know pretty formidable titan type holding cells uh based off of the fact that they knew what to do with cart and yeah yeah interesting okay um she kills a guy named lobov and have we met him? They made it seem like we, they we did. know him. So yeah. I can't remember, and I feel bad, and I, I I wanted to Google, but, you know, I don't know um, if anybody listening is on the Attack on Titan subreddit, and I have a feeling that, that you are if you're listening to this. So you, you're probably aware. Spoilers are everywhere right now. Mm. You know, the final season is a really big time um, for anybody who knows what happened, you know, the manga is just wrapping up or will be wrapped up in short order. So we are quickly gaining on the manga Mm. and, you know, in typical internet fashion, there are like people like, you know, intentionally DMing people spoilers (laughs) just to try and ruin it. Um, How do you love it yourself? Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking monsters. (laughs) You're worse than the Marleyans. (laughs) Um, 
But anyway, so I was afraid to Google it. Uh, I, I think, I think, and this is a reach, that Commander Lobov, I think he was from the military police and he was like kind of a shit in S1 or S2, season one or S- season two. Mm. That's, I, and then like maybe he had like a change of heart and joined the scouts. That is my guess. It pro- yeah, who knows? Like it's, they, you know, cause he makes references like kind of hum- humbling, like trying to be humble. Of like I'm not like I'm not your commander anymore. I'm a low yeah I'm a recruit. I'm, so I'm a recruit. Call me a recruit. So I don't know what that was. I feel like because that that's the nice thing about this episode is there's a lot of elements they introduced that we're clearly going to get some you know some history on mm-hmm. you know just probably like you know next week on they kind of hinted at you know we were jumping ahead but like I feel like we're gonna you know over the next few episodes we're gonna see Lobov. And like oh, his, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like we're gonna get maybe like you know who knows like three or four more episodes of like the time in between. Yeah, going over the details of the time skip. I think last exactly. week we both said we wanted that, and it looks Absolutely. like that's what we're gonna get. Which is I good. can't wait. <laughs> that's, that's what we needed. Um, so he catches a bullet. Oh, okay. I have a piece of trivia here. So he catches a bullet. He's killed by Gabby, right? Yeah. And he dies, and, you know, this is a quick detail, but I don't know if you notice. He dies because he hesitates. He doesn't shoot her because she's a kid, right? Yeah. And that made me think about it. And Gabby has avoided death three times because of her age so far. And everyone who has hesitated to kill her has ended up dead. It's in the pilot yeah. when she's approaching the bunker. In the, oh. And the guys don't shoot her because she's a kid. Yeah. Oh, and wow. And then she blows them to hell. And then... Sasha, last episode, easily kills the two guards next to her, has a clean shot at Gabby, doesn't yeah. take it, walks away. Yeah. We know what happens there. Fuck. And here, Lobov, he goes, ah, oh, kid, hesitates for a second, boom, dead. So three people have hesitated. Do you, think well. that's Gab- do you think that's Gabby exclusive? I don't know if it's Gabby exclusive, because but I think it's not an accident. Do you know who else almost went on, or shot at a kid? And Well, I guess no, he ended up doing it. Who? Oh, Gene? Gene, yeah. But he took the shot. Gene took the shot. I mean, you know, maybe he missed because of some, like, deep down reason, or maybe he missed because of the steam. I I think it was Mm. a steam, but but Gabby has survived three times because of her age. And she has proceeded to be fucking merciless and kill everybody. (laughs) Yeah, Gabby's quite the little hitter. She's got a body count on her for sure. Yeah, so I thought uh, that was that was one thing. I was like, Jesus, she's really just getting by through the skin of her teeth a couple times here. Do you think there's any chance? Because she's clearly going to see, you know, you know, she's going to see some of the world of parody for like at least a little bit of time. Who knows how long? Mm-hmm. Do you think at any point she's going to soften up like Falco, or do you think she's going to be like diehard? Like, yeah, you let me out of this cage. I'm going to rip you apart. <laughs> That's a question I had for, like, predictions slash theories at the end. I Truthfully, man, I have no idea. I feel like, you know, from a storytelling perspective, there's, like, a lot of directions you can go with her character. Yeah. You could have her be that animal that, you know, refuses to see what's in front of her. You could have, like, a redemption arc Mm. where she realizes that the world is bigger and that the people on the other side of the wall or the sea are not monsters. Mm. I feel like that's less likely. You could yeah. have her become re-radicalized <laughs> by uh, by the scouts and everybody. I, I mean, I don't know. I have a bad feeling. What I feel like is most likely is that she becomes a casualty of the war that she's fighting, and she dies and takes out people with her. Mm. Is 
is my prediction. But I don't know how likely that is because I just said you can go a lot of directions with her character right now. Yeah, no, you really can. Gabby, like this, you know, like I mentioned earlier, like they really have kind of done in this episode, like a really good job of kind of wrapping up this arc, like the Marleyan, you know, side of the, uh, the Marleyan side of the season mm-hmm. so far, like majority. You know, like she kind of, her character kind of went in with a bang and kind of went out with a bang, literally. So I wonder, like, if she's just going to take, like, a really kind of like a, like a back. You know, she's going to sit on the back bench for a little while. And, yeah. And that's the thing, too. Like, I'm almost wondering, do you think, because they did a serious number on that harbor, right? And again, this is kind of more theories and mm-hmm. looking ahead, but do you think we're going to get, like, another significant four year time jump? I don't think so. The only reason I think that we're done with time skips is um, because we have some major characters now who are coming up on the end of their term. Mainly Uh, Aaron. Well, Aaron has four, but Zeke has one. I think Reiner has one. That's true. Um, I forgot about Zeke. Yeah, Zeke has got one year left. I think Reiner's got one year left. Um, So they have a lot to do with the little time that they've got. Wow. What if uh, if Falco ate Zeke? I know. What if he? Oh. What if he's? Con- <laughs> That's my thought. Is maybe he's converted when he's on the island, and then he eats Zeke. I, I don't know. It's a rough, rough go. Oh, you know what? You know what would be okay. Here's a theory for you. This is top of my head. Gabby meets up with Annie. Oh. Annie gets out, and oh no, I could see Gabby becoming the female Titan, oh, and, just, and re- just wrecking, yeah, running loose. She would be a good female Titan replacement. Yeah, she's got the attitude for it. She's yeah, very any like. That's a good point. She is very any like. All right, you we're, know, we're, we're getting stuck in now. We'll we'll talk about this later, but yeah. we'll we'll keep going forward. Okay. Um. um so Lobov got hit. They figure out the ODM gear pretty quickly. Yeah, I I wasn't mad at that though. Like no, you no, know no. it's it's one switch. Yeah. I I liked that Falco had you know I don't know if courage is the right word but I like that Falco. For a second there, I thought he was going to be paralyzed with shock and disbelief and not going to mm. jump on her. But, he, you know, he remembers what Reiner says, said to him back in episode two. And it's clear that Gabby has been his driving force. Absolutely. Just protecting her for whatever reason. Very, very similar to Mikasa's relationship or feelings towards Aaron. Mm. He just wants to protect her for whatever reason, so he jumps on board. I appreciate that. I found the really nice detail was Gab- with Gabby was, you know, she, like, kind of hits the trigger. She goes, oh, okay, so this propels me. Like, she has, like, a little test run. Yeah, I like I like that, too. Her I really figuring like it that. out. Maybe they, yeah. you know, maybe they're just covering their ass. Like, oh, people are going to be irritated if we don't show them figuring out the ODM gear. But I feel like they, they didn't need to do that. I, I found that was, like, a nice little... Ingenuity moment for her. Yeah, but even just, like, a nice little touch. Like, that's... You know, call it filler, but that that was like a like really cool th- three seconds of filler. No, I agree. You know, I like it. You know, it was it was it was kind of it was you know it's like what they've been doing. It was like visual storytelling. You know, her figuring out the, the mechanisms, and it was like a nice cool close up. And also too, the scene where when Lobot when you know she she makes the shot and like you know Lobot falls to the ground, kind of like swirls around and just like swirls in the air, yeah, and like thuds. Like the animation of the like the I guess the the cable yeah yeah the, the cable just you know and then like the the tautness i almost wondered too if the airship was moving would he not have been like dragged away i so i thought about that i was thinking that like there was still length oh to a be, lot of slack yeah. i think there was still slack but 
anyway, yeah, I agree. That that was all really well well done. Um, so she arrives, pulls the trigger. Did you think it'd be Sasha? Did you have any inclination beforehand? I was when pretty I, terrified. I thought well, Connie, Jean, and Sasha were ripe because they was, had these cute moments before. Yeah. Oh, and <laughs> there's the moment where Jean gets, I think Jean gets back on and Connie kind of swoops in and gives him a hug and, and he has, he has this moment. Um, he's like, yeah, like, I don't want everyone else to hear there. Like, you know, but like, you, you know, it's not fair to everyone else, but like, you guys are special to me. Yeah. And I remember sitting on the couch being like, word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are like, fuck, fuck all those guys. Like, I know they're the good guys, but. Yeah, it was, no, I it, agree. It, was, it was a nice like little moment and then that kind of set up like well one of them's dead they kind of like put all three of their faces in the the moment I had always assumed is gonna be Sasha like when when they flew up I knew I thought it was Sasha because they're obviously that moment you know where she shoots the guards mm-hmm. and Gabby also makes a big reference to that like you mm-hmm. know like you know she kind of just shot them and and moved on but um, when she hears the noise, and they're like, no, and then Gene, Gene too, like, fuck, poor Gene, like, having to whip all these guys into shape, like, you can tell he is probably, like, the the middle manager of the scouts right now. Big time. He's, like, running back a house, and he was having a hell of a time keeping it, like, you know, they had just won the battle, and everyone's screaming. Managing idiots like Flock, too. Yeah, and everyone's screaming, like, New Eldian, and, like, ah, oh, it was, yeah, just, but when she noticed the sound, it was like, ah, yes, Sasha. Here, here, here it is. It's coming, and um, even Gene too. Like Gene hesitated. Mm-hmm. That was the other thing too. So I almost wonder, kind of back to your theory, because I wonder if Gene's now going to catch one because he hesitated on her. Like I guess the death that happened ended up being Sasha. Mm-hmm. But uh, fuck, yeah, I don't know. But uh, brutal, man. Absolutely brutal. She goes down. What you know? One thing I'll say about her death scene because it takes basically the rest of the episode. Yep. But one one thing that I really thought was great was the score, the soundtrack. Yeah, they really throughout uh, was fucking bing spot on. Absolutely spot on. Have they ever, have they ever put the time and effort and patience in with the character's death like that? Like it was like <sighs> she was alive. It was really drawn out, and it was it oh, was. I brutal. see what you mean. Yeah, usually it's it's a rough go. Um, I like, guess because it's normally fighting titans, so it's like you yeah, know. they had time for they had time for last words and speech. I mean, they drew out Erwin's death. That took a while. Yeah, it was whole, different though. The, the that choice. was different. It was a different type of problem. This one was more like there's nothing we can do. She's just going, and and just you know hearing like Connie and Jean like just like you know screaming for her and Mikasa and Armin going to rush out the moment they hear who's hurt. Yeah, that was good then, too. Yeah, Connie coming back and being like, "She's dead." Yeah, you delivering know, like the in news. shock, and then in the, absolute shock. The moment he says the words, "She's dead," is when they they kick this new soundtrack in, and I was like, "Wow, it's pretty yeah. fucking fucking dear bed." This, the, you know, every week they continue to outdo themselves, but this this was a tremendous, a genuinely tremendous episode. Like, yeah, um, so. You know, like her last words are pretty true to her character. The yeah. whole the whole meat thing, I get it, especially because like the way the episode ends is Aaron asking about her last word and the, the yeah. fact that it's meat is like that mostly worked for me. But I think I would have liked it more if she had said, "Are we eating soon?" Because she said that first. 
I think I think that makes sense. Like the follow-up of meat makes sense because the second she's back on the airship, she's like thinking about her next meal. So it's probably been yeah. on her mind. So it was just know, a was... weird, weird choice. But but it did work. I'm not trying to take anything away from it. It definitely was very faithful to to her character. Absolutely. I think the last week or the week before, I, I was telling you, I was like. Yo, you know what's crazy? She hasn't mentioned food once. She's just bodying people from the rooftops. Yeah. And of course, she gets back, mission's over, talks about food, catches <laughs> a bullet. Unreal. And when the other probably... I was shocked. Like, they really... They purposely showed it this way. They made the scouts look like, look like absolute savages. Big time. When they swarmed on that, like, boot-fucking... Like, Falco, the, yeah. Yeah, and, and even too, like, Gene has. No, it's I think it's Flock. Flock has them both, like, you know, when they after. By like, the scruff of the neck or the hair, yeah. By the hair, and Gabby's, like, just fighting back, and you can see Flock is just kind of, like, kind of enjoying it, like, working against her, too. Mm hmm. Bloodthirsty, like, like you said. Yeah, it was, like, shocking. I was like, this is not. Well, they just killed, you know, probably, you know, one of the OGs, man. The, I, I understood it. I was still shocked when they bum rushed and beat the shit out of some kids. Yeah. But it also made sense, right? And Flock, right, right to the get go, was like, Gene, do we throw them out the window? And yeah, is that cool? Like, well, he didn't even ask. He said, I'm going to throw them out the window. Is that cool? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, and Gene, Gene's had some really good lines in the past couple episodes. He's like, is this, if we throw kids out this, out the ship, is this war ever going to end? He, yeah, Gene. Like he's very conscious. Had the very opportunity. Conscious, yeah, Gene's yeah, had the opportunity to really speak on behalf of the audience at some points. Yeah. Um. So it it was good to see him have the wherewithal there to be like hold up. I loved the scene. We're approaching the end here. I mm -hmm. loved the scene where G Gabby is mouthing the fuck off to him. Just yeah. you know the, the upside down look. Yeah. Where she tilts her head backwards and says like you know we're gonna avenge. Our war chiefs will, you know, after I die, people will continue the work. She sounds like a deranged fucking cultist. Um, yeah, a, yeah, like a zealot. One one thing before we move, like, and, you know, Gene's reaction to that is, like, hilarious. Like, yeah. perfect, you know, comedic timing. But do you know how, like, there's some characters in the show, they have, like, their eyes look like titans? Yes. The moment of her head snapping back like that. Yeah. And her eyes were like wide and like, you know, shaky and like like I don't think it was foreshadowing or anything like that, but like she just seemed like like she was a fucking rabid animal. Actually, you know? I I agree. One of the things that I saw that you know, people on social media and on Reddit, they put up basically after every episode, like you see a lot of stills being shared from every mm. episode and the one this one was heavy on the eyes. Mm. Like lots of reaction shots. Um yeah, I totally agree that yeah. she looked a little inhuman there. Yeah. And some people are like, you know, it's not that she's brainwashed. She has reason to be mad. Like, I saw people arguing about that. Eh. And it's like, well, yeah, like, she absolutely has reason to be mad. You know, she just yeah. saw a bunch of people that she grew up with die. They mm. slaughtered pretty, pretty much without mercy. But, like, let's also not forget, like, you know, she's spouting lunacy. <laughs> like Absolute she's, lunacy. She's, she's gone <laughs> fucking crazy. Yeah, she just she's... boarded an airship of the enemy with the intent of literally dying because she's fully aware she's going to her death. Yeah. Um, and her last words, you know, that she would choose are that, like, you know, it's going to continue. You know, you, I, I half expected her to be like, you take, you cut off one head of the snake and three more shall take in place. <laughs> Like, she was fucking going for it. She, yeah, she, she, she fucking lost it. 
No, I agree. And just Gene, like, oh, all right. I'm going to take you to your boy. Yeah, why why are you telling me you just told me? (laughs) So, and that's the big reveal. You know, some people saw it coming. Some people didn't. But that's the big reveal, is uh, they take her back and fucking Zeke is sitting there. Called it, Dave. Just saying. (laughs) I just want to say, from now on, call me Professor Trelawney, because I called that shit. (laughs) I called it. There was... Like, it was so obvious, too. Like, it wasn't even, like, a real surprise, I it, found. It was obvious like, this episode, especially, like... It was obvious last episode. Yeah, but I just yeah, mean, like, yeah. the building to the whole reveal, all oh, that shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so Zeke's there. Wonder Boy Zeke. Wonder Boy. They open the door, and in an alternate take, he actually just goes, <laughs> Saw, dude. <laughs> what are you guys doing here? Y- y'all coming um, with? Y'all coming oh with? And Zeke too, eh? Like, probably the only oh shit, the oh shit moment I've ever seen on his face. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so there's a lot to unpack here. I mean, you know, let's start with Zeke. We'll we'll talk about the mechanics of how um, he got there first. So, Piek, you know, on uh, Piek's coming too. I don't know if she's on her deathbed anymore. Mm. Um, curious what you think about that. But oh, she's pulling through. Yeah, she's yeah. less bloodied up now, which I'm irritated talking. by. Talking, actually talking. Yeah, but yeah. we'll see. So she remembers that you know once uh, Reiner and Co got back from the Parody Island, that they sent scout ships, and one of these uh, people on the scout ship was this new character, Yelena. Mm. And Piek knows this because she pays special attention to her because Yelena is a close follower of Zeke's. I did this completely flew over my head. Which part? The part I just mentioned? Yeah, like the whole like the follower thing. Okay. I, is that is that something I missed? Like Yeah, she says she says that no, like she just says it in that one scene. So, I don't okay. know what a follower means. It just means Zeke was very loyal to or I'm sorry, Yelena was very loyal to Zeke for some reason. And Onia Capone was standing right next that right was next to her. I yeah. wanted to point that out is that we just get one frame. It's not even a scene. It's just a frame in a, yeah. of a memory and there's Yelena PX walking by her, and Onya Capone, the pilot of the airship, is there too. So, we can deduce a couple things here. We don't know about timeline, but what we do know is those two were on that ship. They went over, and the the guess is they made contact and with, with the scouts. Mm. Who knows what happened? I'm hoping we find out next week. I think we're going to, yeah. But for somehow... Well, maybe not, maybe not next week, yeah, but I think but, we're going to see it. But... They made contact, and, you know, maybe they were already Eldian Restorationists undercover. Maybe they were converted by the scouts. Maybe a mixture of both. Maybe Zeke intentionally sent them there to make contact because he had his own awakening. Or maybe he's been undercover the whole time. I have no fucking clue. Um, My guess is that when Zeke was on the island four years ago, he was fully committed to Marley. He didn't really seem to be pulling any punches there. I think but, something changed for him in the last four years. But this goes back to his line at the end of last season, where he says, "Like I, you know, I'll be. I'm coming back for you, brother. You know, like he he makes reference that he wants to save you. Aaron. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna save you. So, yeah, that that could go you know either you way. Could take, you, could, you could take that in a few different directions. So, uh, I wonder if from if that point maybe he had kind of decided of maybe coming back here is not the right move. You know, yeah. maybe there's another way to kind of kind of do this so 
Zeke's probably been plotting, clearly, since they came back. Because yeah. the scout ships, they say the scout ships that went over when Reiner returned. So it would have been, like, four years ago. It's in, Well, it's in the, yeah, like, we don't know if the scout ship went immediately after he returned. But, yeah, that's hmm. probably a safe bet. Is like It's on the longer end yeah. of that four-year gap. So, and, you know, Yelena, they all seem to have a rapport, even if it is loose. Yeah. Um, you know, Gene's giving Yelena shit, being like, yo, you fucked up. Like, even though you isolated that, those two Titans. That which... was weird editing. When it cut to Gene yelling at her, I was like, yeah. wow, that, that was a little a little abrasive. <laughs> they could have eased into that a little more. It was intense. Because um, it was just like a face shot. It was like a full, like a close-up of his face. I'm like, who is he yelling at? <laughs> yeah, the, they did a lot with framing in this episode like that yeah. it's like who's he yelling at and then they you know they show you the edge beforehand of like the steam coming off zeke but they don't show you who the steam's coming off yet mm. um weird framing but um so yeah yelena we learned that was part of the plan she's the one who isolates P- uh cart and jaw but because piek is fucking quick on her feet that didn't work out because yeah. the panzer unit rescued them and that is what resulted in their casualties because other than that, it sounds like this was a slam dunk. Like, they only had six, like we said earlier. And they were yeah. probably all killed by, uh, mostly by the Panzer unit on uh, yeah. PX. Yeah, there's, I swear there had to be more deaths on screen than that. <laughs> Someone's going to go back and count and be like, hey, imagine there's a perfectly six. So we technically <laughs> saw every single death. Wow. Um, but then obviously we learn, you know, that the beast chucked rocks to cover up for that. Um, thinking on his feet. So, it's, Levi was quick to make a comment on that. Yeah. So, hey, monkey, or what does he call him? Or hairball? Hairball. Yeah. <laughs> so my thought is is clearly the way Zeke's talking is he's fully an Eldian restorationist now, right? But so was his dad, and he turned on his dad. So what changed? I think Zeke's an opportunist. Yeah. I think I don't know. I don't buy this Eldian restorationist thing, for, like angle for From Zeke him. at all. I, I have I've read some of that online. I don't I don't buy that. I think. I think go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. You you go ahead. I was just gonna say I I think it's very loose. You know I could tell mm. the tension between him and Levi. I feel like is he's only got a year to live anyway. I just don't know if I see him going out like peacefully, giving the Titan to somebody else. I feel like the the relationship that he has with the Scouts is thin. I think uh, the peace won't last. I don't know necessarily like how it'll happen, but I, I, you know, he's definitely not someone I'm gonna. I think the scouts are going to immediately trust and put all of their eggs in the Zeke basket. No, like just keep in mind too. Like I, they've kind of, they maybe teased. Maybe it wasn't so clear, but they, in my opinion, they kind of set Zeke up to. I think he's aware that he's not. You know. He's not all hot shit anymore with the Marlin government. You know, like, I think he must have some insight on uh, McGath kind of cozying up with Willie and the whole Warhammer Titan angle of things. Yeah. So maybe he just saw, like, the, the writing on the walls and... Sure. You know, but, like... That that plays into your whole opportunist angle, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't... I think at a drop of a dime, I think when he gets what he wants... I, I think he thinks... That he can get Aaron to his side, and then the two of them can kind of run the show with Historia. You know, the yeah. whole royal blood thing and all that. But 
It's interesting. I don't. I don't, uh, I don't trust Zeke at all. I think this is going to backfire royally on them. Royally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, you know that one more thing on the Zeke note. One more piece of trivia. I'd, I'd mentioned it a couple times. I don't think we'll get confirmation, but I feel safe in saying that Aaron absolutely got his baseball from Zeke. Yeah. Um, you know, he's really the only one who's been associated with baseball throughout the show. And uh, now it seems, now that we know that, you know, the communication between Aaron and the scouts was probably pretty one-sided, I don't think they were sending him baseball gloves in the mail. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. <laughs> um so that, that was an interesting little piece of, of foreshadowing that they planted pretty early. I like that. Um, and he only has a year to live. You know, we, I can understand part of how this goes in their ideal situation. Mm. Like, do they both transform and what Aaron lays a hand on him and he can use the founding Titan to like change the memories of everybody in Marley mm. or, or use Titans like coordinate a giant Titan attack or something. I'm not sure what the what the plan is, but clearly it involves tapping into the Founding Titans' powers. Is that seem fair to you? I, I yeah, I think that's the angle. That's I think that's the lane's going to go down for sure. But they only got a year left on Zeke's term, and then they need someone of royal blood. And all we really know is we got Historia. Does she need to be turned into a Titan for it to be useful? I don't know. Mm. It, like if if Magath had any sense, they would literally hold off for a year. Yeah, but I, I think the problem is now that what you've seen now oh, that but they have done Reiner. This, that's the other thing too. What Magath has Reiner? Well, Magath has Reiner because like the what they have Galliard, Reiner, and Piek. That's the three Titans they have left. Jeez, is that it? Yeah. Holy fuck. So that's a bit of an imbalance because now they have Warhammer, Founding, Attack, Beast, Colossal. To and be then fair, female Titan tucked away. Somewhere. Oh yeah, and to be fair, the three of those are in one person, but still. Yeah. Because, <sighs> hmm, you know what, could, I don't know, like, because what if, what if they just say, like, what, you know, maybe they do decide, like, Reiner, you are a traitor, you mm-hmm. know, Colt, eat him. <laughs> I mean, they could, they could, they could you reset know? the clock and keep their hands on the, on the armor, but that still doesn't necessarily give them a whole big advantage against what the scouts have now. They really are just redistributing their existing forces. Yeah. I wonder if uh, Aaron's Warhammer ability will be able to scratch through uh, Annie's shell, or oh. if he still can't and needs the jaw to do that. Because I'm, I'm curious now, too. Like, Or if she's maybe already out. Who knows? Like, how, how is the Warhammer Titan ability going to work? If Like, is he going to turn into a pod? Like, is he just going to lose the Attack Titan abilities? I like, don't know. I, that's... Yeah. That, that struck me as like a method of employ by mm. the Tiber girl. I wonder if he will look the exact same. My, you know, my very loose thought here is that he'll look the same, but be able to conjure shit up. Mm. Um, but, but, but maybe not. Who knows? Who knows? Um, the, you know, the episode kind of wraps up here with, a, you know, a lot of dialogue between Aaron and the scouts. You know, they're talking about Sasha's death. And I thought that, again... Dialogue is always a standout to me, and I think yep. Hanji had it this time. Absolutely, yeah. She had some fucking stingers for Aaron. Pro- my favorite one was probably, "You put your trust in us, and we lost our trust in you." Yeah. Um, Big one. Yeah, you know, it's it's what we said. He forced their hand. Um, he knew that they had to come and save him. 
he more or less made himself become a hostage. He and uh, people died which is, because which of it. Which is go-to line. Yeah. You know. Like, every time she also says, every time you get captured by the enemy, people die trying to save you. And you know what? Like it's, it's a bummer because like I know like you know Hanji's you know, Hanji's like you know perspective of that is like Sasha and then like the other six, mm-hmm. but like you know. Armin had to murder like even Aaron like Aaron murdered innocents Armin had to murder innocents you know like Reiner did what Reiner did but like he know like he knowingly did that and mm-hmm. Aaron knowingly did that but like poor Armin like I, I I'm my guy like the situation he was put in to allow everyone to escape you know like that's the, they would have been shot out of the sky from the harbor you mm-hmm. know like that was that was the moves the getaway he was the getaway driver yeah yeah, it's brutal. Brutal stuff. And, uh, you know, the episode ends on Aaron. You know, we talked about this a little earlier, but it asks on Aaron asking about Sasha's last words. Connie or Jean tells her, one of them. One of them tells Aaron. Yeah. yeah. And and it does get a reaction out of Aaron. Yeah. So we know that he's still in there. You know, we, mm. we, we see that familiar look. Um, curious to see how he processes it and where it goes from there you know definitely a glimpse of the old Aaron but he's still just so different he gone he gone yeah he gone what do you think um is that basically it for you yeah man it's you know for for an episode like they jam packed so much you know like they're uh it was it was kind of like a wrap up episode in a lot of ways, you know. Wrap up of this this uh, this attack, this yeah. kind of you know we're if there is only sixteen episodes, I mean there's definitely sixteen, but if this is you know this is the halfway point basically of the season. Oh wow, yeah, I totally forgot about that. So no yeah. uh, no news yet on whether or not they'll do a second part, but mm. if if not, this is we're fifty percent of the way there. I'm getting a little nervous now. Yeah, I'm getting a little nervous. To be fair, and I would remind you and the the listeners, they didn't confirm that season three would be split up into two parts until like almost the very end of part one. Oh, really? Yeah, very close to the end. So I think there's still it's still possible. I would love to like you know engage some manga people and be like, what do you think? Like, is it uh, is it you know how is the pacing working? Because I've heard what I had read leading into this was. The general consensus is there is no way they can do it in 16 episodes. That's what I heard, too. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's kind of hard to tell. Like, I, they've told so much in eight episodes now, mm-hmm. more so than I found they've done in previous seasons. Like, they're really good at, you know, kind of consolidating. Agreed. I think it could be doable in eight. I don't want that to be the case. Well, we don't know. We don't know how much ground there is left to cover. Yeah, that's it's true. It's tricky. Yeah, we're in the um, dark here. But I don't want to know, so don't fucking send us spoilers either. <laughs> yeah, don't. Don't. Um, okay, so I think that basically wraps it up for this week. Uh, next week, uh, you know, we usually talk about the stinger, the preview, but we've alluded to it several times now. It pretty much looks like a flashback slash um, what happened in the interim, what happened in the time skip with the scouts. Mm-hmm. You know, they, what we see is like, you know, the scouts training with the we- new weapons, new technology. Getting to know Yelena. It looks like they're at summer camp. Yeah, it looks like uh, like the funnest summer camp ever. Yeah. This this summer camp, we're gonna te- we're gonna teach you how to dehumanize and destroy the enemy. Invasion camp. Yeah. Um. So that's that's what it looks like uh, we're gonna get next uh, next week. 
we will watch it and we will talk about it and we'll have another episode for you guys next Wednesday. Um, thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Again, feel free to like, share, comment, subscribe, mention us wherever it is you mention things. Um, we're still happy every week to see that people are tuning in. So thank you for that. Thank you very much, guys. Okay, cheers. See you next week. Later.